0: I always wanted to be in the entertainment world. I always wanted to be part of the entertainment industry growing up as a child. I remember watching uh, movies, listening to music, listening to different songs, you know, and always wanted to be part of, you know, whatever makes up a movie, whatever makes up songs. Welcome to Ask the Close,
1: where I do my very best to unpack actionable, valuable insights and with the goal of helping you live your dream life. I sit down with top entrepreneurs, professionals, making a difference around the globe so they can tell their stories. In doing so, I aim to inspire and motivate other people that may be struggling or looking for a new spark around their personal life or career path. You're my first guest for season three, you know, and... You know, and I'm happy to have you. You know, like the first case, season season three. You know, cause I've done one and two. Now season three kicking off with you. You know, I'm I'm happy. I'm glad. You know, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: For
1: everyone else. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I, I know that. I know that. I know you have the fighting power, at the will to just open the yes. way because you open doors anyway. <laughs> 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 uh, that's good. So, ask the pros. You know, is about talking to professionals entrepreneurs like you all over the world, all over the globe. You know, they come on the show, share their stories. You know, as we know, each story is different. Each story is unique. You alone can tell your story. So, in telling your story and and you know, on your journey as well, you know, is to motivate and inspire others. Mm -hmm. so it's just a thing i I started doing you know based on my own story as well you know if i could tell my story that means i can tell other people's stories as well you know in a way hopefully i'll be able to impact someone out there and um having you on the show you know i know you've got words of experience in terms of work you know and but for you you've done a lot of interviews regarding work but you've never you've never really told your story have you No, I haven't. So uh, it's quite different, you know, and I don't really want to put it as walk, walk, walk. We might touch on that a bit, but it's just all all about you and, you know, people that don't really know you, you know, I want them to know who Oluwa Yemisi is. (laughs) All right, that works. (laughs) So Oluwa Yemisi, welcome to Ask the Pros. Thank
0: you. Thank you very much for having me as well.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice one. It's glad. Um, So to kick things off, you know, always start from the beginning. So if you want to tell the listeners, the community, the audience, who Yemisi is and, you know, how was Yemisi growing up?
0: Yemisi is (laughs) Yemisi I was I was born on the 4th of September, 1980. So that means 4th of September this
1: year, I'm going to be 14. Oh <laughs> whoa, big big 0 four- oh. <laughs> Are you excited? Is there is there gonna be a party? Is there gonna be a party though?
0: No way, <laughs> no party, <laughs> no party. Either. so yeah, I'm the first child out of um, three children. Okay. So I have one younger brother, my immediate younger brother, and then I have one younger sister. So three of us. I was born into a pretty simple family, you know remember my my father died when I was 19. Prior to his death, it was a very small, happy family. You know, my father was a banker. My mother was a banker as well. But at some point, my my mother retired, you know, and uh, my father was, you know, the main breadwinner of the house. Growing up was pretty fun. My father was the very liberal one. He was the type that... He never beat me for the 19 years that we were together. Not once, even though... (laughs) my mom did the whooping you know but my dad was a very simple fantastic man you know and he ensured that we had a very fun and almost very good growing up days you know so we will get what we want as long as it's um in his capability and the ones that i couldn't get he will explain to you why you know you can't have it now and Perhaps give you a time frame when you can have it. You know, so growing up was pretty much comfortable. You know, I went to a primary school called Martinezian Primary School, um, and then I went to Nigerian Navy. Attended the Nigerian Navy Secondary School. I finished secondary school in 1997, okay. and then I attended um, Open State University, now known as Olabisi Onabanjo University, in Open State, um, to study law, and I got called to bar. In two thousand and five, I did my NYC in uh, Abuja. Two thousand and six finished in two thousand and seven, and started working immediately. And it's been a wow. roller coaster wow. then um,
1: Wow! Wow! Fantastic. Um, sorry to hear about your dad. You know, fine. you're losing your dad at that age. You know, um, going back to that, did that have any negative impact on you from the age of nineteen?
0: Um, I was a fresher in the university. You know, it was my hundred level uh, first semester. And um, you know, because we're so closely knitted as a family, it was a bit difficult to yank off, you know, go to school. You know, and like you know, of course, I went to the boarding house in the, when I was in secondary school. So once in a while, um, we will go home. But when I found the liberty of you know going home and being with my parents all the time, I didn't hesitate to um, take it up. So every weekend, I will I will go go home from school. I mean, luckily school wasn't so far from home, you know, so I would go home from school every weekend. So one of those weekends I went home and I saw, the first person I saw was my mom's stepmother, my grandmother, and I was just like, and it was really week, I think it was Friday or so, or Thursday, and I was wondering what she was doing in our house during the week, you know, and I, I moved forward a bit, and then I now saw my Mom's cousin. And I was still wondering what these two people were doing in our house. Um, as soon as my mom's cousin saw me, he grabbed me. And I was still wondering what was going on. And then I got into the house. I saw at the corner, my dad's photograph, two flower vases, you know. Wow, <laughs> <continental> Jesus. Jesus. <laughs> it, was, wow. it was just it was crazy. It was crazy. Um, obviously, things turned around. You know, like I said, at some point, my mom retired. She became a housewife. Housewife, stroke, farmer. Um, we had a poultry then, you know. So, but the weight, the weight on her became unbearable, and then of course affected us. where, well, You know, I didn't have as much as I had before my father died. You know, and that was a bit, bit uncomfortable. But over time, we adjusted, and thankfully, God did it. He saw me through um, the university. Saw me through law school. You know, and um, immediately. I got a job and things you know started to come normal and um, yeah, the rest is history. Thank God for where we are now.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And um, how was your mom then?
0: It was. It was my mom. My mom didn't take it well at all.
1: I, c- I could at just. Time. I could just imagine, man. Devastated.
0: Yeah, yeah, I remember it affected her psychologically. Um, he died first of May, nineteen ninety-nine, and seven days after we buried him. From that first of May to seventh of May, when he was buried. My mom lost her senses. She wasn't in a right of mind at all. But uh, as soon as she saw the corpse and we finished the funeral, I guess reality setting for her, and uh, she started to feel better. You know. Um but it wasn't a, it
1: wasn't a palatable experience know, at all. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> I could just, I could just imagine, you know, it's hard. Like for me, I, I lost my dad when I was young, but I didn't really grow up with, with a dad. So the, the whole situation would probably won't impact a young guy like me, like that, like you, you were, you were all grown, you know? So it's yeah. it's a different experience for you entirely, you know? Mm-hmm. Really, really sorry about that. Let yeah, see. Sorry about that, you know? Well, growing up as a child, were you passionate about any anything? Were you, you know, did you have any interest? you know, growing up?
0: Well, I mean, I think I always wanted to be in the entertainment world. I always wanted to be part of the entertainment industry growing up as a child. I remember watching uh, movies, listening to music, listening to different songs, you know, and always wanted to be part of, you know, whatever makes up a movie, whatever makes up songs. I don't think I ever thought I was going to be a lawyer, but I always knew that, I was going to be in the entertainment industry as a child because I was always fascinated by music, fascinated by actors, TV. I loved TV a lot. I remember my mom used to beat me a lot because growing up in a <laughs> Yoruba home. Were,
1: were, the, were, the kind of, were you the kid that was going to the neighbor's house to always watch TV?
0: <laughs> no, from my neighbors, but I always okay. got beaten for, for watching TV first. <laughs> as soon as you wake up. <laughs> My mom would rather, you know, you do some house chores, you pray and all of that, then you can, you know, watch TV. But for me, as soon as I wake up, TV is the first thing I want to watch. And I remember admiring TV hosts. I remember Fumi Yoda then um, Jumobi, Mufenda Major—you know all of these people. I remember, you know, liking them a lot and wanting to be like them, or at the corner of my room acting like them, trying to be like them. I had friends, even amongst them. Awesome. I remember, I, would, I would, you know, grab my father's phone, call them, call the TV stations, call radio stations, and wow. speak. <laughs> you know. So I always knew, you know, I, I you know, I'd always had this flair for the entertainment industry. So that's pretty much. How what I remember about passion growing
1: up. Yeah, yeah, and, and and for now it's so worked out that you know you're you're an entertainment lawyer, you know, so yeah. that, that that speaks volume, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. Absolutely.
0: <laughs> it does, Absolutely, it does.
1: It uh, does. So like like in you know in every Nigerian home, you know, like parents, you know, would always want to emphasize the importance of ed- education. You know, you must mm-hmm. go to school. You know, school is still everything. You know, but. Mm-hmm. How was it for you? You know, was it was it that same kind of situation as well? You know, did your parents say, MCG, you know It's got to be school." You know, and they, you know, some parents will tell you, "Oh, is, you have to be a doctor, or a lawyer, or engineer." You know, they they, they will state all those things for you. You know, but in your own case, how was it for you?
0: For me, I don't even. I grew up knowing no other option apart from education. Do you get what I mean? I, it wasn't it wasn't it was either school or nothing, you know. So education was the only option. For me, I didn't even know that there were other options. To be honest, you know, so we, I didn't have a choice growing up, but to face it squarely. My father's family, for instance, we, they have have about two uncles and one auntie that are professors. You know, so it's a, it's an academic family for the Falai family in those days. So education was the only option, you know. And then um, I remember growing up, I had difficulties in mathematics. You know, I was, I wasn't even up to now, if you ask what 2 plus 2 is, I'll have to use a calculator. <laughs> yeah,
1: but the, what the, but the thing is, yeah, the thing is we, we can, we, we can be good in, in everything, you know, we, we have strengths and weaknesses, you know, so, you know, it, it's pretty much un- understandable. Yeah.
0: So, yeah, so that was it. I mean, um, it was, it was my studies for nothing for me and my siblings, you know, so, um, yeah, um, throughout university, I mean, throughout secondary school, though I struggled, I struggled, I'm not going to lie to you, Um, it was by the grace of God that I didn't repeat a class. Somehow, you know, I would always pass. I hated studying. I hated going for classes. I would misplace all my notebooks, misplace everything. But then when it was time for exam, without studying, I will still pass, even though not the A1, A2, A3, and all that, but... I, I never repeated any class. Good. I successfully, you know, did my secondary school, sat for my wife and, um, you know, passed enough to gain admission into the university to study law.
1: Okay, but but, but was, was law always a clear career path for you, you know?
0: No, it wasn't. It wasn't. I didn't know too much about law when I was about to study law. Uh, my dad wanted me because um, I didn't have, I think I had the p or something in mathematics, you know. So my options were limited. Um, my dad wanted me to study, things psychology, one of those sociology, or one of those logic <laughs> 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 I was like, nah, I'm not sure I want to do that. And um, the only option that I had then was law without um, uh, mathematics. So I said, okay, so I might as well just do this law. I mean, that was me ignorantly thinking. Law is still more honourable than you know any of those courses, so so that's why that's that's how law came about. I went for it.
1: Cool, cool, cool. Now let's switch a bit to bit mentorship. You know, like you know, career-wise. You know, do you have a mentor while you were in school? You know, even till now. You know, working as a lawyer. What's your take on mentorship?
0: Mentorship is key. Mentorship will would give you a good experience. Mentorship will not allow you make as much. Mistakes as you would have made if you didn't have um, a mentor I mean that is when you take mentorship very seriously because it's not a matter of oh that's Gaifa I want to be like Gaifa you need to do what Gaifa me is doing that has made you admire him and you need to study Gaifa so that you don't make the mistakes Gaifa has made so mentorship is key mentorship it makes you i mean attain your goal faster than you would have you know if you had ordinarily relied on your own experience you know so growing up when i started studying law the activism part of law was what i what i knew per se you know so um the likes of ghani far and uh, femi Falano were my mentors growing up you know in terms of the legal war when i was in law school But well, of course when i got out of law school um and i decided to do entertainment you know joe katz who is um, legal representative to most of the big weeks in the entertainment industry. In America, he represented Michael Jackson while he was alive, and he still represents his estate now that you know um, he's gone. Um, he's the, as far as I'm concerned, well, let me say one of the most successful um, entertainment lawyers in the world. He has a big law firm in Atlanta, and he's doing pretty much well for himself. He has moved from the stage of being a lawyer to the state of brokering deals for artists and record label, or every other person in the entertainment industry. So, Joe Cut for me right now is a record label in terms of entertainment law. I have my my mentors in you know all spheres of life, you know, depending on you know what we're looking at. Well
1: what what was most challenging for you, you know, starting a career in law, you know, as a lawyer? What what was most challenging?
0: Having to gain my ground very quickly. My teething period, you know, as a child growing up, you're about to grow some teeth. It comes with
1: the pain. Child has to crawl before the child walks as well.
0: Yes, Yes. There are injuries, you fall. So I had all of that while growing up as a lawyer. It wasn't, it wasn't easy at all. In fact, it was very, very difficult for me. My firm, Akas Law, has it's, it's always been one of the best in Nigeria. And for you to be one of the best, that means you have the best hands. So it was, it was a highly competitive environment. You know, I also had, <laughs> uh, typical of any human being, I had bosses, who were not as patient, you know what I mean, you know, so if you were not showing that interest of growth, then they are moving on, they are just going to put you in a box and then moving on swiftly. My direct supervisor was quite impatient, you know, and uh, no fault of hers completely though, because the truth is nobody has time to babysit anybody. I started work at age uh, twenty. Seven almost thirty so a twenty seven year old woman is old enough to even nurture a child, so nobody has time to start nurturing a 27 year old woman you know so I mean I had all of that, and um, obviously that actually affected my growth at work i didn't I wasn't being promoted as much as I ought to up to been promoted. It. it was, it was, it was a huge challenge and it lasted for a very long time. You know, I fought it physically, you know, in terms, of, I mean, not physical fight, but in terms of, you know, trying to...
1: And a, <laughs> a lot of prayers as well.
0: Ah, that was where I was going to. You know, I also fought it spiritually. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, oh my uh, God. I did, I did a lot of spiritual battle. I just had God on my side by fire, by force. You know, <laughs> Until
1: the great weekend. well, would you say in the in in the course of you know all that events happening, you know, we, we did, did you try to build like positive relationships with your with your boss, you know, like being relatable as well?
0: Absolutely, absolutely. My my personality helped me, even though I wasn't doing so well as you know, I didn't meet the standard as much as my my employers expected. Um, I had a very, well, I still have a very relatable personality. I'm very warm. I'm very cordial. I'm very friendly. I can be patient, you know. So all of these are more, you know. And then apart from yes, it was, it's a competitive environment at work, but it was also and it still a friendly and family environment, you know. So my 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 bosses, they found us, found us the founders of the firm, are not the type that will relieve you of your work they are very considerate people and they also understood that as a young lawyer you will make mistakes you just you just need to pick up brush yourself up as quickly as possible learn from your mistakes and move on you know so because of the relationship i developed with them they were a bit patient with me they let me um, do my thing and Eventually, we worked as a team together to develop my passion, and uh, yeah, that's well, yeah. here we are today, giving thanks to God.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah Missy. I must say, you've done well for yourself. You built a very good career for yourself. And you know, when it comes to you know personal branding, you know, because it's it's very important as well. How do you maintain that part of your life to keep that standard and maintain? You know, to to just be on that on that path your peers, you keep that standard with the artists you work with as well, you know, because you you have to maintain that aspect of your life as well, you know, personal branding, you know, how do you maintain that?
0: I always tell people that God is my PR. (laughs) There is really nothing I do that I don't involve God in. Permit me to be a bit spiritual here, you know. That's um, all right. There is really nothing I do without the Holy Spirit's direction up to what I post on social media, I ensure that I have the leading before I do whatever I do. You know, so um, and then of course I have studied the environment. What I mean, what I what I mean, the entertainment industry, both in Nigeria and abroad. I've noticed that you know, if you need to, in quote, package yourself in a certain way for you to be acceptable, for you to be um, known and be received. You know. You can't afford to be everywhere. Well, I mean, if being everywhere is the person, there are different dynamics, you know. So if being everywhere is the path you have chosen to go through, then all be, I mean, so be it. But if it's the path of, you know, being in quotes, sophisticated, having I mean, I mean refined brand is what you've decided to, to to choose, then so be it, which is what I've decided to do. I try as much as possible to refine my brand. I'm careful about what I say publicly. I'm careful about what I write. I'm careful about the people that I represent as well. I'm careful about where I go. You know, everything is done with a purpose and, you know, without... um, I just don't do things because I feel like doing that. There are some things I want to say, but I can't say it because of the kind of brand that I've been able to create for myself. And I'm not going to allow anybody or anything
1: rubbish shit, basically okay cool 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 yeah, let me see but does that make you feel if I wasn't in this position you know there are certain places I want to go there are certain things I want to see you know do you look back and say do you know do I really want to be here or not do you feel like that sometimes
0: no, no. as much as I'm conscious of what I'm doing uh, whatever I do now is me what you see is what you get so if I, I'm not I'm not the lousy type so I'm not the um, go everywhere, type, I'm not the want everything type, you know. So what I'm doing now, who I am now, what you perceive about me now is truly who I am, you know. So I don't miss what I'm not doing. I don't, I don't um, regret what I'm not doing because what I'm doing is what I am. If you, if you know what I mean. So there's no regrets. There's no bad about anything.
1: Cool. So what would you tell your younger self?
0: Be less playful I was very playful in secondary school be more focused be very patient I wasn't patient especially during those teething period as a lawyer I wasn't as patient I wasn't um, as coordinated so I will say the longer you see be more patient be more focused be more studious you must I, I didn't study a lot I didn't study a lot also say I was spiritual. I'm still spiritual, but be more spiritual because with God, there is nothing impossible.
1: Cool, cool. That's nice, nice, nice. If a younger, you know, younger girl or younger guy comes to meet you and say, "Yeah, me see, you know, I like what you've done for yourself. You know, I like, I like the way you've publicly, you know, the way you've, you know, worked with we, with top entertainers." You know, and also like the fact that you're a lawyer as well. You know, what advice would you give me now? I'm, I'm starting my journey, you know, a young guy, younger, starting his or her journey. You know, what would you say to that person?
0: So, I'll first of all clarify whether or not this young person wants to be in my shoes because of the glamour. Because the truth is, there's the glamour, there's a glam part of what I'm doing. Um, I get to hang out with all of these celebrities. I had an interview the other day and I was saying that. Um, part of the pros of being an entertainment lawyer, being in the entertainment industry, is that I'm not been there done that with all the celebs. Um, there's hardly any celeb that I don't, I can't reach. I don't have a speed dial. You know, I would confirm that that's not all that this young person wants to be, because it's actually more than that. You know, and then I also say to that young person, Yo, you need to be good at what you do, because um, artists, creatives are not um, patient people. Um, if you cannot satisfy them per time, they are moving on to the next person. So you need to be good at what you do. You need to, you need to be very, very fast. You need to be very. You need to keep yourself abreast of um, of, of of the industry and the practice and all of that. Without that, you know, you are just going to be. You know, they call some people. Um, Instagram lawyers <laughs> you know, um, if, if you are not good at what you do you are just going to be an Instagram lawyer you know, the real deal you won't be part of it yeah. so you know, study us keep yourself abreast industry practice um, be willing to learn be willing to expand your network networking is key for cool. anyone who wants to work in the entertainment industry
1: absolutely you
0: know, yeah So once you have all of that you are good
1: to do Okay, let me see. so much success and don't wait for yourself, you know, and you're well known, you know. Yeah, I'm sure the name Yemisi is a household name now within the entertainment industry, you know. <laughs> With all that going on, Yemisi, how do you still stay humble? Because I, I met you about a couple of days ago, you know, from speaking hey. to you, you know, no one needs to tell me. I, I know I know, you're a very you know, kind-hearted and nice person and, you, and you're humble as well, you know. How do you still keep that, you know, because some people will just... You know, you know, I, I know the, I know this person, I know that person, you know, I'm on top of the world, you know, I can do this, I can do that, you know, but you, for you, you know, you're still you're still grounded, you know, if if I may say, you know, how do you keep that?
0: I know where I'm coming from. My journey hasn't been a rosy one, so it will be very daft of me to get there, even though I'm not even there yet, but it will be very daft of me to, to be where I am now and then start you know, um, having high shoulders. I didn't get here by my power. I didn't get here by my means. God brought me here, you know. And uh, if I forget the God factor in whatever I am doing, that's an easy way back to go back to where, I mean, an easy way to go back to where I'm coming from. So for me, I hate pride. I hate pride. I don't, whatever you have achieved, once you have the mindset of God being um the the the, uh, the,
1: the author and the omega, you know.
0: Exactly. God being the reason why you are where you are, pride won't won't, won't come to play at all. I know what they say, pride goes before you fall. I've yeah. been I've fallen several times. I don't want to fall again. You know, so um, humility is a key word for me. I I I I recite I say it to myself all the time so humility now is part of me. I
1: can't afford to be proud, at least based on where I'm coming from. Yeah, absolutely, I me so that's 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 very good, very good. And and again, so to add to start with that, ego, you know, is not your is not your friend, you know. So you yeah, it's good, it's good, it's good. Like that, like that, like that. So you're you're busy, yeah, me see you're a very busy person. In terms of time <laughs> management, how do you manage your time? You know, as a busy lawyer, you know, because you you might just have the case now you you're you're going with an artist somewhere else, and you you're all over the place, you know if I may say you know how do you manage your time
0: At that time management thing <laughs> it's <laughs> crazy and <laughs> you know because I deal with artists are very special people you know if you don't give them attention, it's a big deal you You can be with an artist now and then leave the artist for five minutes. you go and meet another artist. the one you left five minutes ago. He's already feeling a type of way, <laughs> you know. So, you know, that's why I call myself a 24-hour lawyer, round-the-clock lawyer. I don't have any closing time. I don't have any resumption time. You can reach me at any time. You can, I can, you can ask me to do whatever you want at any time. You know, um, time management, I haven't found it easy managing my time because I'm servicing a lot of people at the same time. And the truth about um, um, creatives is is that they need to be comfortable with you. They need to trust you before they can um, commit their career into your hands. And um, um, uh, with all sense of humility, I find myself in a position where most of all these people want me personally to handle their to to handle their affairs. So that's, as much as it sounds good, has its own challenges in terms of time management. But, you know, like I said, the Holy Spirit is there to guide me. The Holy Spirit is there to help me. And um, I utilize it all of the time.
1: Okay. So your journey, you know, your story, you know, in all this, you know, talking about your journey, your story and all that, you know, what what was the one thing that you want someone to, to take away from this you know take away like they will listen to Yemisi and said you know i, I listened to Yemisi, you know and this is the this is the one thing i you know that Yemisi said that i'm going to go away with you know what is that thing that you want people to take away from this
0: nothing is permanent whatever you are going through now especially if it is negative has a lifespan has it an expiry date it will come to an end soon and um, laughter will come joy will come no matter what and when it comes it's going to come big it's going to be like a dream, you know, you you are going to be celebrated. You are going to be big. You are going to be a force to So whatever you are going through, just be patient, be prayerful, be hopeful, and then just watch God do his thing.
1: So when Yemi when says not, is not busy, you know, working with top entertainers, creatives, you know, or being a lawyer, you know, what do you do for fun?
0: I like to hang out with friends. I like to go out even though, even before the pandemic, Going out as so, <laughs> all of them sudden we got, we become a chore, you know. But um, I have this I have this friend, Riri. Really, I'm always in her house, you know. Just you, you watch Netflix, you know. Gists, pray. She'll preach. I'll preach. <laughs> you know. So we just I'm hanging out with friends, basically. Particularly Riri, really, really, really.
1: Cool, cool, cool. Now there's there's a lot of there a lot of songs in Nigeria right now. You know, nice ones, not so nice ones. You know, but I I don't want to drag you out. You know, because you I just want to be a bit diplomatic with this question. You know. What are you vibing with right now? You know, because I, I don't, I don't want you to. You know, some my listeners say, "Oh, MC, so you said you like some someone's song some more than my song, right?" You know, so.
0: I've said it all, so I'm not going to answer that question.
1: <laughs> I know, I know, I know, I know, You
0: could be just. I can't afford to answer that question. Oh my god! I vibe all songs. I
1: knew, I knew I it was going to be all of
0: the my songs. I knew it was going
1: to be. I knew it was going to be a hard one for me anyway. Good, good, good.
0: Mm-hmm. I'm not uh, going to myself,
1: the problem. <laughs> uh, yeah missi, it's been it's been nice having this having this conversation with you you know and you know and you've you've, you've done it for yourself you know and I, I wish you all the best you know in yeah. future you know I, I know you've you've got to go ahead on your shoulders you know and I know you're gonna go places and I can't yeah. sincerely wait to meet you one day you know face to face meet you and <laughs> yeah, you know because and yeah let yeah, me I, I want to thank you for the time you know and I'm grateful as well you know for coming on the show ask the pros
0: Thank you, because I wish you all the best, too.